Hi, my name is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast of the New Testament. I'll be using as the text the King James Version, along with the Joseph Smith Translation. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll also be using quotes from general authorities of the Church, the Apostles and Prophets, and BYU professors and others, and uh, every word out of the Scriptures themselves. So if you're ready for a really detailed analysis of the New Testament, you've come to the right place. Welcome. Hey there, welcome back. This is going to be for Acts chapter 6. I'll read the heading, Apostles Choose 7 to Assist Them, Stephen Transfigured Before the Sanhedrin. Verse 1, And in those days, when the number of the disciples was multiplied, there were a, there arose a murmuring of the Grecians, these are Jews who spoke Greek, against the Hebrews, because their widows were neglected in the daily ministration. Then the twelve called the multitude of the disciples unto them, and said, it is not reason that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. In other words, the twelve are busy enough with the work that they have to do. They're not to do the Aaronic priesthood type work. Wherefore, brethren, look ye out among, from among you seven of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, whom ye may appoint over this business. The work assigned them fell within the realm of those temporal matters normally handled by the Aaronic priesthood, thus leaving the apostles free to handle the more difficult matters of their Melchizedek ministry. The apostles made the appointments, the delegation of authority came from them, but nominations came from the church members. In principle, this is the same as a bishop recommending a young man to serve as a missionary, with the actual call coming from the president of the church. Those who receive the inspiration from the Spirit to call people to church service can and should receive recommendations and counsel from those in positions to give it. That was by Bruce R. McConkie. The appointment of these seven was the creation of a new body with specific and limited jurisdiction under the twelve. Because seven men were appointed, some have wondered if their office is analogous to that of the seven presidents of the quorum of, of the first quorum of the seventy in the church today. This analogy appears unlikely since the seven were especially appointed to serve tables, whereas the calling of a seventy is to preach the gospel. It is probably only coincidental that this group consisted of seven men. Regarding Stephen and Philip, it might be that Stephen and Philip were called to do missionary work in addition to the welfare assignment, or that they, or they may simply have been reassigned. In the church today, most calls to serve a, to serve are temporary, and a person is likely to serve in several different callings in the period of a few years. Doctrine and Covenants section four sets forth the qualities of character a person should have to serve in the church. Now behold, a marvelous work is about to come forth among the children of men. Therefore, O ye that embark in the service of God, see that ye serve him with all your heart, might, mind, and strength, that ye may stand blameless before God at the last day. Therefore, if ye have desires to serve God, ye are called to the work. For behold, the field is white, all ready to harvest. And lo, he that thrusteth in his sickle with his might, the same layeth up in store, that he perisheth not, but bring salvation, bringeth salvation to his soul. And faith, hope, charity, and love, with an eye single to the glory of God, qualify him for the work. Remember faith, virtue, knowledge, temperance, patience, brotherly kindness, godliness, charity, humility, diligence. Ask and ye shall receive, knock and it shall be opened unto you. Amen. Verse 4, but we, we, we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. And the saying pleased the whole multitude, and they chose Stephen, a man full of faith, and of the Holy Ghost, and Philip, and Procurus, and Nicanor, and Timon, and Parmenas, and Nicholas, and a proselyte of Antioch, whom they set before the apostles, and when they had prayed, they laid their hands on them. By setting apart, it endows the members with the needed power and authority to perform the assigned task. 
And the word of God increased, and the number of the disciples multiplied in Jerusalem greatly, and a great company of the priests were obedient to the faith. In other words, many of the priests under, under the Aaronic order, direct descendants of Aaron, joined the church. Verse 8, And Stephen, full of faith and power, did great wonders and miracles among the people. And there arose certain of the synagogue, who are called Libertines, or freedmen, and also Cyrenians and Alexandrians, and them of Cilicia and of Asia, disputing with Stephen. And they were not able to resist the wisdom and the spirit by which he spake. Then they suborned men, in other words, made them lie, which said, We have heard him speak blasphemous words against Moses and against God. And they stirred up the people and the elders and the scribes and came upon him and caught him and brought him to the council and set him set up false witnesses, which said, This man ceaseth not to speak blasphemous words against this holy place and the law. For we have heard him say that this Jesus of Nazareth shall destroy this place and shall change the customs which Moses delivered us. And all that sat in the council looking steadfast on him saw his face as it had been the face of an angel. In other words, what's happening here is that uh, Stephen is transfigured or he's glowing, his face is glowing. Uh, We have precedence of that, that Moses, that that happened to, and also to Joseph Smith. Uh, Anyway, that's the end of the chapter, and we'll see what happens to Stephen in the next episode. So come back. Bye.